speaker here with my friend, who is also a Catholic speaker, who is on fire for the Lord as well. And we are excited to have you as we share and talk and have these village Catholic conversations. And I tell you what, we are in for a nice treat tonight because this, whatever we're going to be reading today is Art's favorite reading. And I can't wait to hear what he has to share with us today. So Art, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's, it's awesome been a long, yeah, it's been a long, crazy day, but I'm ready to go. You're ready to roll. Crazy day, crazy good, right? Yes, crazy good. Uh, you sound awesome, though. I mean, uh, sounds like the bishop gave you some good, uh, you know, wisdom words over there to share with us tonight. Uh, yes, for for our listeners, at, at my regular day job, we had our we had our pastoral visit uh, from our bishop today, Bishop Gaynor of Harrisburg Diocese. Um, to our high school. So there was a lot of excitement today as Bishop uh, and some guests came to spend some time with students today. So it was a cool day. Awesome. We all love cool days, don't we? Yes. (laughs) So I believe now, with that being said, uh, we invite our listeners to join us in prayer and uh, Art will lead us to with with the words here, right? Yes. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, we ask that you uh, come down upon this conversation, uh, inflame our hearts with a great fire of love and a desire to understand all the truths held deep within the, the word of God that you have left us as a gift. We ask that not only our hearts, but the hearts and minds of all of those listening to this cast today uh, be open to the great joy and beauty of your word and inspire their hearts to change their lives and serve others and God Almighty himself. Jesus, we thank you for this great gift uh, of the Spirit, and we ask you to bless us, and we pray in great confidence to you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Um, Hebrews 12, 1 to 4. Are you ready? Let's go. Brothers and sisters, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us, while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of faith. For the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising its shame, and has taken his seat at the right at the right of the throne of God. Consider how he endured such a position from sinners, in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart in your struggle against sin. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. The word of the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Beautiful, hey, beautiful words. Yes, beautiful words. And it really truly is. I have a few few favorite scriptures, but this is this is one highlighted in my Bible, John. Tell uh, us why. Blessing. Tell us why. We, we, well, we, I got I my mean, pen and a paper here. I want to make <laughs> Well, um, this, not including the very last line where it talks about shedding blood. Let's just get <laughs> <laughs> um, this reading. Um, uh, no. But I think um, I think uh, the reason I, I I love this so much is I think all of us at some point 
not all of us, but most, most humans can relate to running a race, right? I mean, um, there, there's, there's a few of us in our, on our planet that uh, haven't been capable of racing, but, but we all understand the concept of yeah. running a race. And, and that race is a struggle. Um, uh, I know running, which I used to do more and do less now, um, when you start out, it, it's, it's that time at the beginning where you really just want to stop running, right? You just, <laughs> you're running, you just, you want to stop because it, it's just not pleasant. Um, uh, but I, I know whenever, whenever I run, when you're running with other people and sharing that experience, it's easier. It's when you don't feel alone, you know, one of the main discouragements that Satan uses against us is to try to convince us that we're alone, that, mm -hmm. our, that we struggle alone, that we're alone in our thoughts, that we're the only one who thinks this way, that no one, no one, no one thinks like you. You're just something's wrong with you. Um, and I think Paul reminding us that besides those we struggle with here on this planet, that we're, we have a cheering section that we we're surrounded by this cloud of saints who are encouraging us and praying for us and interceding for us. It's just comforting, John. That's, that, yeah. that's really what it comes down yeah. to. I think what you just said there, it's, it's, it's very vital for us to realize that it's what's your, what's your, uh, where are you fixing your eyes? That's what stands out to me here. When we have worries, when we have fear, disappointments, struggles, we tend to be destructive. And you mentioned very important words there that, you know, Satan, the devil loves to convince us that we are alone. And when you feel alone, it feels so scary. It reminds me of a time when, um, you know, my mom one time told me to go and uh, gather some leaves and, and for cows and uh, I had to walk into, in, in, into a cornfield and by myself just walking through the cornfield every, every time they, every moment there was some wind blowing and the, the corn is like blowing the leaves I'd get so scared you don't have anyone else to look out after you and that's the evil. The devil wants us to think that. But we are not alone. And I love what you say there, my friend. And Paul was very strong on that. So as we pursue our goals, as we pursue our daily endeavors, our, our eyes fixed on Jesus. And, and I, since this is your favorite, <laughs> reading well, and it's, then it's not my overall favorite it's kind of like i mean come on it's a big bible like the favorite verse like that, oh, that this is a lot um, <laughs> i don't know that's a good question i mean i i i the road to emmaus story you know it, it the, with the the apostles walking with uh the disciples walking with jesus on emmaus after resurrection that's that, that that if i had to pick one that might be it but, but this, um, but, th but it's, and it's, that's a similar kind of story to this, which is like, you're moving forward. But, but, but I also look at this and see, um, uh, this dichotomy of, 
for the sake of the joy that lay before him, Jesus endured the cross. So I, I, I also like this part where, you know, are you focused on the, the outcome? The, 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 are you focused on the eternal and not just on the suffering in the present moment? Do you know what I'm saying? Does, does that make sense? Like, I, I, think, yeah, sometimes, I, I think sometimes we focus on, um, I, there's a little prayer book that I've been using that, um, that, that stewardship provided. Do you see that? You know, you've seen the little stewardship mission of faith, faith yeah, a little yeah. prayer book. On, and, on <laughs> the, and in the prayer, I think it might be the universal prayer, the prayer of St. Benedict, where it talks about, um, it talks about, rem, I, that, yeah. Is that the prayer of uh, St. Clement or St. Uh, Ben? I don't know. It could be, well, you know what? It's sitting right here on my desk. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I, I don't know who wrote it. I think, I think it was Benedict. But, the but prayer of it, or the prayer of... But, but here, let me, let, me, let me share with the listeners and you. And, you, and, and this, is, this is like t right on point. Toward the end, it says, um, teach me how trivial worldly interests are and how momentous, uh, how momentous yeah. the kingdom how brief temporal concerns are and how lasting life eternal. And, Can and you tell, that, our, tell our listeners what book you're reading? Okay, and, this is, this is, well, this is the stewardship prayer. It's a little prayer guide for a stewardship and mission of faith. Um, uh, but I think this isn't their prayer. I think this is a prayer uh, uh, that oh, came yeah, from St. Bennett. Um, uh, a friend of mine said it was, oh, it is, it is Clement. Pope Clement. There you go. You're right. I'm totally wrong. It wasn't Benedict. It was Clement. But, um, but I, John, I pray that every day. And I think this is what Paul is saying that the G, even Jesus, he looked to the eternal, right? He, he, <clears throat> he wasn't focused on the, the, um, the pain of the cross. And, and it's hard to not get wrapped up in that to some, we all suffer. Suffering is suffering because it's suffering. But, but remembering that that suffering leads to the joy of eternal salvation. Like that, that's the point of it. It's not pointless. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask you a question. If you, I know you have read the gospel. Um, it's about Jairus and, and also about the woman who touched the cloak of Jesus. Right, right. How do you think the sec this reading and the gospel prepares us as we head towards the Lenten season. Oh wow, you're you're like getting these deep, complicated, multi-layer questions now, John. What the heck? <laughs> you know, I see. I, I like seeing ahead of things. I was going to say you ask hard questions when it's late at night. Um, um, well, maybe we should do this during the morning hours when don't we don't know. have. <laughs> um, you, you know what? I I think um, that's an interesting question. Um, I think um, both both of these readings, like you're alluding to the gospel for today, which is a big long gospel about uh, oh, yes, yes, about yes. Uh, Jesus on the way to Jairus's daughter, who uh, who was ill, and some woman a woman touched his cloak and he healed her just by the touch, uh, and then he got to Jairus's house and the daughter was quote quote undead air quotes dead, um, and he raised her from the dead. I think both mm. of those things, um, I think, indicate ultimately then about tr trust, like, I like tr that. Tr trust, 
And I think yes. uh, that's that as we approach Lent, I think, you know, the dark times of Lent, uh, we, we need to trust that in the end, Jesus triumphs. Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. So, so you're, you're, you're keeping your eyes focused on Jesus. Well, for a while he's on the cross, but then, but then he's risen. So if you're keeping your eyes on Jesus, he's on the cross, but then he's risen. So you're following him wherever he's going. Right. Right. And many of the church mystics and many of the church fathers talked about that, uh, those who suffer are the closest to Jesus. Because you're not, mm. which sometimes makes me wonder whether I'm doing it right. Because I feel like I don't really. <laughs> do, you, do you ever feel like that, John? Like maybe. Oh, many times, many times. <laughs> I don't let that. I don't let I'm, that hold me down. <laughs> I'm not asking for more. You know, I'm not asking for more angst in my life. But oh, man. <laughs> but uh. but, um, but that's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you were talking about trusting, it brought me back to this conference where we attended. And uh, uh, Father Michael Gately was talking about uh, uh, quenching the thought of Jesus. Um, I think when we focus our eyes on Jesus, we do those things that quench his thirst. Especially when you're going to Lenten season where we know it's... Uh, a time of prayer, a time of uh, penance, a time of to deepen our uh, our faith in doing those things that Jesus loves, especially when he was going through the trials. But it's also keeping close, being close with him, not to help him carry the cross, but to be with him in uh, in the journey and, and you know, uh, looking out to our friends, looking at what's going on around the world and standing up to what is true, really true, um, and um, you, you know, helping our neighbors, showing more love. And I think this, this, uh, this is the calling, and not being afraid of of sharing our stories, and not being afraid of saying, "I touched Jesus' cloak and He healed me." Yeah, imagine not being afraid of the the trust that that woman had. It's how, deep. I mean, how how discouraged much she have been. After 12 years, 12 years, yeah. 12 years um, and all the doctors and all her money's gone. And she, she, all she felt like she needed to do was she didn't want to talk to Jesus. She didn't want to ask him anything. Just trust that touching his cloak would be enough. Let's encourage someone tonight. Let's encourage someone tonight who is going a rough time, going through a difficult moment. How powerful this gospel is. Right. That we encourage them, we inspire them, even as we inspire ourselves, that in the end, with total trust, we just need to extend our hand and touch his cloak in our prayers, in our reflections. And this could be through another person that in the end we experience his healing. And you know, this. Go, go ahead, John. Sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Yeah, yeah. My, my thought was going, we, we, we just need to keep trusting and focusing our eyes to where Jesus is. And, and you know what just came to mind, too? And we, we, we both know, and just in case you're out there listening to this and you don't know, 
Um, God doesn't make bad things happen to you. <laughs> um, suffering and, and pain and illness and these things are all these things are all the result of original sin. Okay, so it, it, it is it is humans that brought this on ourselves. But God does allow suffering to bring good from it. And now here we are, two thousand years later, and the woman and Jarius's daughter. There, that those two those two people who suffered, their suffering brings glory to God for millennia. Mm-hmm. So and hope. So this poor woman who at that moment just wanted to have this medical problem stopped, suffered for twelve years, and became part of the story of our Savior and part of our story. And. And the the suffering that Jarius went through with his daughter, and then her dying, and all the wailing, and it says in scripture, she was there was wailing and gnashing of teeth, and it was all you know. But but that suffering, God gave it value and used it to glorify His Son. So, as and and that goes back to this Hebrews where it says endure. The word endure, Jesus endured. So we are called to, I think walk with Jesus and endure the little sufferings for the glory of God. And maybe, maybe that suffering that we're going through and doing that gracefully and joyfully then gives hope to somebody else right in our lives. Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, So we, 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 we encourage ourselves and we encourage those people who are going through any difficult moment in their lives that to keep trusting and to, to know that they're not themselves. Nobody is going through a rough time trusting Jesus and uh, uh, feeling the, like they be themselves. Um, you're not alone. And I think that's a very important um, um, thing. Uh, understand from today's readings and uh, um, it may be through your friend, through the people who care about you, that they shine the light of Jesus in your life. And you may be shining the light of Jesus through uh, your suffering and uh, um, how powerful and profound this is. Um, so I think those are my, my thoughts just to, to remind ourselves and to encourage and in, you know, each other to walk in our faith and to know that we are not alone. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I got nothing. I got nothing to add to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. I know. When you speak, it it cuts off. <laughs> um, uh, we're we're enduring. We're enduring. We're enduring. Uh, oh, to yeah. all our listeners, we're enduring lots of technical difficulties. So uh, we're 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 not going to be discouraged by uh, the little uh, the little technological demons here. Um, but no, I right. this reading encourages me to when I'm, I'm feeling a little put upon to remember that Jesus, uh, Jesus walked the difficult path way before I did um, and walked it for me um, and uh, walks with me in all of the sufferings and all of the trials that I have uh, and encourages me to look to heaven, to the saints uh, and to those in glory um, with the expectation that I will join them. Amen. That's Amen. powerful. Uh, let's uh, wrap up with the word of prayer. And in, uh, uh, in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Amen. Um, we thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Thank you for the day. It has been a great day. Um, thank you for Art and his family. Thank you for our listeners and their families and all they do in their endeavors. Thank you for my family. Thank you for uh, the graces and the, the great things that uh, you're going to do in our lives. We pray for those who are uh, going through difficult moments in, our, in their lives, the sick, um, my sister Monica, um, those who have requested us to pray for them, that you be with them and heal them and let them know that uh, you already have won for them. They just keep their eyes fixed on you. And as we uh, go to return to our beds and in the night, we ask you to be with us and give us joy for morning and a great week ahead. Uh, we thank you and we praise you and we ask all this through Christ our Lord who gives everything that is good. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much. And it was a pleasure to speak with you. And until next time, to our dear listeners, this is Village Catholic Conversations. We'll speak again soon.